Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 22. Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, so glad you're here for this week's episode, which is all about the secret to making a vision board that really works. Today, we'll be talking about how to prepare to make a vision board, how to make sure you regret-proof your vision of what you want to create, and how to move your vision board into action after it's finished. But before we go there, I just want to thank those of you who've taken a moment out of your busy day to leave me an iTunes review. Now, I know you might be getting sick of hearing me talk about it, but I can't tell you how much I appreciate these reviews and how much they really, really help other women in the middle get turned on to this podcast. So if you've already left me one, thank you so much. And if you haven't, come on, guys. Remember, it's me sitting here in my cedar closet asking you to just do this simple thing. If you're getting something out of the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And since we're talking about vision boards today, I thought I would quickly share something that's on my vision board. It's you sharing a link about the Women in the Middle podcast to your amazing friends. Maybe you're in a Facebook group with other women in the middle who you think would really enjoy listening. That's what I'm talking about. It's on my vision board because I really want to get the word out on the work that we're doing in here. I've told you guys I'm on a mission to help women our age shift their thinking from doors closing to doors opening when it comes to opportunities that they have. It just drives me nuts when I see other women in the middle fretting about their age and what they can't do. You might be thinking that right now. And we're going to work on it, I promise you. So with your help, I want to help more women. It's so possible. It's just thoughts, right? We're doing this one thought at a time. So I know I can count on you guys. And I'll just go ahead and thank you in advance for sharing the podcast link, right? Why not? So thank you. How's that for being intentional? All right. On that note, I'd like to ask you a question. Do you see a vision board in your future? Have you heard about the concept of a vision board before, but just weren't sure how to go about it? Or what about a dream board? It's really the same thing. Or do these ideas just kind of make you want to roll your eyeballs into the back of your head? (laughs) I know what you mean. Sometimes it feels like everyone's just getting on the bandwagon and no one really knows why. Other than the fact that we love arts and crafts, and this sounds like an awesome little project, especially if you're sitting around a table with a bunch of women, or if you've just carved out a little bit of time for yourself and you're all spread out, ready to get to work, playing some nice music, maybe you have a wonderful cup of coffee or a glass of wine. What a lovely vision! Let's just start with what a vision board is. A vision board is basically a visual tool to help you focus on what you want. They're personal in that they're filled with images and words that 
are about what you want to focus on and create in your life on purpose. The thing is that a vision board can be really powerful as a way to get you to think about what you want to create in your life. And this time of year is a great time to think about what you want to focus on for your life next year. So pause for a second and think about this. Imagine what it would be like to just think about what you want and then make it happen (laughs) or dream up something absolutely amazing and then poof, done. Better yet, think about what it would be like to wiggle your nose like Tabitha Stevens from Bewitched and there you go, done. Believe it or not, It's not the way that it works with vision boards. (laughs) I don't want to get your hopes up, but vision boards can actually set your intentional life in motion because it reminds you to think about what you want more often, to actually focus on it. Now, it's not all about just thinking about what you want. It would be nice if it were just that simple. There's more to it than this, but it's a start because there are thoughts behind those pretty images. Vision boards or dream boards can be surprisingly effective first step to bring the things you really, really, really want into your life. So let me tell you how. When you're a super busy woman in the middle, it can be hard to dream. It's not on your list of things that you need to do today. I can pretty much guarantee that. In fact, I'm pretty sure that a few decades have gone by since you really thought about what you wanted and made some serious plans for the future. Maybe you did it in high school, maybe college, maybe university, but my clients tell me that it's been years. The thing is that even though you probably know that being clear about what you want to create in your life is directly related to actually creating it, it doesn't seem to matter. It doesn't really matter. We're just too busy to do this sort of thing. So a vision board will help you get clear. Now, when you set out to complete a vision board, you actually allow yourself to have specific thoughts about your purpose, your goals, your desires, and your dreams. Now, I know, You might even be rolling your eye with just me saying dreams. So I apologize if you're doing that, but we're going to get down to business. Don't you worry. So when you intentionally choose images to include on your vision board, there are thoughts behind each image. And these thoughts create feelings. And this is where things get interesting. Feelings can be an amazingly powerful aspect of what happens next, what you actually do. So your behavior is based on your feelings. What you do or don't do in your life is because of the way you feel or how the way that you don't want to feel. So as you can see, the results that we create in our lives are all because of our thinking. Your results prove your thoughts. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you've heard the thought model described before. It's one of the main tools that I was trained on at the Life Coach School. So it all starts with circumstances. So stuff that happens in the world, something that happens, something that's said can trigger thoughts. Thoughts can cause feelings. Feelings cause actions. Actions cause results and results prove your thoughts. And I like to think of this thought model as the secret sauce of life. It's also the working engine behind a vision board. 
The thing is, it's simply not enough to create a vision board and focus on what you want. The piece that's missing is what will actually motivate you to action. What will help you overcome the obstacles in between you and your vision for your life? But a vision board is a brilliant first step. When you're not clear about what you want, you rarely get it. And the reason is because you have to have a certain way of thinking to produce the results that you want. The results include action and your action is produced by your feelings and the feelings are created by your thinking and it's all related. So the work that you do to create a vision board is only a small part of the importance of the whole activity. As you can see, though, the part that is critical to the excess of the whole operation is being able to think and feel on purpose. Of course, the activity of putting a beautiful vision board together can be somewhat meditative and for sure fun, but the real power of a vision board is what happens before and after. So first, let's talk about the before part. Most of us are just walking around or racing around, just getting from point A to point B in a chaotic blur. And I can't help but think of my mother-in-law when I say chaotic blur. She actually fell recently because she admitted she was walking too quickly in a parking lot. So most of us are doing that. We're just buzzing around. We're not thinking. We're just in a blur. And if you're not in a chaotic blur, congratulations. <laughs> but chaotic blur or not, have you allowed yourself the necessary time to really think about what you want? That's the rub. Most of us haven't done that, like I said, in decades, in years. You're just too busy with life, the mortgage, your job, the kids, your parents, and blah, blah, blah. So before you know it, you're 50 and freaking out, or close to 50, and just going, oh my God, what happened? Where did the time go? So many of us say that. So just like a colonoscopy, <laughs> when you're 50, I would like to strongly advise you to do a vision board, way better than a colonoscopy. So I think it should be the number one thing you do to regret-proof your life. So let's break it down. And by the way, I created a nice worksheet to help you through this step. I'll tell you where you can grab your copy at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned. Step number one is to think through your vision. Spend some time thinking about what you want your future to look like. What is it that you dream about happening or creating? It's okay to want what you want. So think about your vision for your contribution, that is your work. Think about your work. Think about your vision for your relationships with others. Your husband, your sister, your mom, your friends, your kids, your colleagues. Think about that. Think about your vision for your relationship with yourself. Are you doing what you want to do for yourself? What about your weight? What about exercise? What about yoga? What about playing music? What about art? What about writing? All that stuff. Are you doing the things that you want to do for yourself? Think about your vision for new skill development, your experiences in life and travel that you want. What are the things that you really want to do in your life? For me, one of the things I wanted was tap dancing. That was an experience I hadn't had since I was 14. What are the new skills you want to develop? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want to learn? That's the kind of thing that goes on a vision board too. Think about your ideas for things that you want for no other reason than because you want them. Like I said, 
it's okay to want what you want. Don't let the drama of everything that's going to go on in your head when you think about putting that thing on your vision board. It's too expensive. It'll never happen. It's too difficult. I don't know. Whatever. Put it on there anyway. (laughs) And the other thing that's so important is to think about your important values. And finally, I love to also think about keywords for the year. What words do you really think sum it up for you? The words you really want to have top of mind more often to help focus you. Okay, that's step one. Here's step two. I want you to notice themes. Now that you've done the first piece of work, now again, we're on the before piece. This is the stuff that you do before you get to work on that vision board. I want you to look and see what themes are emerging as you're thinking through all of these categories that I mentioned to prompt you to start thinking about what you want to create. What's really important to you in terms of your goals, your values, your principles and concepts? It's quite common for you to see patterns. This bit of structure from the worksheet and the categories I just reviewed will definitely help your brainstorming and insight. Step number three of the work that you're going to do before, and this step is super important, pause to notice how you feel when you think about what you want to create in your life. Thoughts create feelings, and if your thoughts need some work, you can also decide how you want to feel and then think a thought that creates that feeling. You can feel intentionally, so when you check into your emotions, you can decide if you're feeling the way you want to feel. Don't skip this step. I know it sounds kooky, but it is everything. When you skip focusing on your feelings when you're doing a vision board exercise, you're missing one of the key, key ingredients. Okay, step number four. This is the last step of the before work. Prepare to create your vision board. So the first thing I want you to do is start the hunt. Start collecting images that reflect what's most important to you, the things that you want to bring into your life in the future. You may want to include photographs. You may want to include graphic images from magazines, even small found objects. I have a feather on one of mine. And it has to be small. It can't be a food item, you know, but it could be buttons. It could be ticket stubs. It could be, like I said, feathers, anything small that's meaningful to you that helps invoke feeling and thoughts about what it is that you want to do going forward. Second, you'll also need to make a decision about how you want your vision board to look. You have a few options, and I would recommend either poster board, canvas, or wood panel. If you use poster board, you can use glue. If you want to use canvas or wood panel, you can use decoupage glue like Mod Podge. Then you can get that at any craft store. So ask yourself, what kind of look do you want? And how big do you want this to be? If you want something larger and less expensive, I would go for the poster board option. If you want something smaller and easy to display, then I would go for the canvas or wooden artboard because they're very easy to display and hang up. All right, so now let's talk about creating the actual vision board. And then we'll talk about the most important step, bringing your vision board to life. So step five, actually make your vision board. Put it all together. 
Now, there's no right or wrong way to assemble your vision board, but I would recommend that you get really comfortable, put on some good music. You may want that delicious beverage, whatever it is for you. Put on some comfy clothes and carve out some time to really think it through. You're going to be placing things. You're going to be putting things together. You're going to be editing some of the choices that you made. Perhaps you've cut out some of the images that you want to select. Maybe you're sitting there with a pile of magazines and some scissors. It doesn't matter, but give yourself time and space and just a really nice chunk of time to really work on it. Like I said, there's no right or wrong way to do this. Some people like to do it in groups. Some people like to do it alone. It's totally up to you. So like I said, you've got a pile of stuff there of what you, what you want to include. You can make a simple collage or you can make more of a design. Again, it just doesn't matter. The idea is, though, you want to look at it. So make sure that you'll like what you're doing. And you'll find tons of cool ideas on my Pinterest board. So check that out at www.pinterest.com slash coachwithsusie. I have assembled tons of really cool vision boards and dream boards. Some of them are three-dimensional. Some of them are just basic, what you'd expect. Some have themes, some have categories. You'll get lots of really good ideas there. So the sky really is the limit. And I don't want to go into details about exactly what to do on the vision board. I know you can handle this and you can have a lot of fun with this. In this podcast, I just really wanted to talk about the stuff that goes into it before and after. So have fun with the vision board. Check out Pinterest. Now let's talk about what you do after the vision board is finished, after it's dry. That's where step number six comes in. I want you to use your vision board to remind yourself of what you want to make happen in your life. What do you want to create? Don't just put it aside and forget about it. Don't just shove it behind a couch or under your bed. Decide where you will put it so you can see it or remind yourself when to look at it and think about it. This is key. So if it's not out in the open, you have to actually put it in your calendar when you want to look at it, when you want to dedicate some time to looking at it. And if it's out and about, if it's out in your office or in your bedroom or wherever it is that you might see it, you may still need to give yourself some dedicated time to actually look at it and reflect. That's up to you. But just notice that you may not be doing this checking in with your vision board and reflecting on your own. You may need to actually remind yourself of even doing that step. Because remember, the whole point of a vision board is to use it as the name implies. So vision boards are basically visual reminders for what you want. And our brains respond extremely well to visual cues. And who doesn't like a reminder? Oh my God, I love reminders. I remind myself of thoughts all the time, things I want to think. I set it up in my phone. And then when it pops up, it feels like a virtual hug. I'm like, oh yeah, I did want to remember to do that. I'm the queen of colorful sticky notes. Sticky notes are so fun now. They're in so many colors and shapes. Some of them are pretty, some are funny. I, I just love the colors. So sticky notes are awesome. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with even this idea of reminding yourself to think about what you really, really want in life. One of the best ways to live with intention is to think on purpose. This means reminding yourself what you want to think so you can feel the way you want to feel and create the results that you want to create. So again, 
I know sometimes this just seems so basic, but we are just so busy that we need the reminders. And I don't think of it as something I'm not good at. I think of it as something I want to get better at. And I love a virtual hug. Who doesn't love a virtual hug? I'm just taking care of myself. It's another example of self-care when I remind myself to do what it is that I want to do. Because you know the whole, look, there's a squirrel problem. It's rampant. So we need this help. That's why vision boards can be used as tools to help you live more intentionally. Vision boards make it so easy to think on purpose. They remind us of what we want, what we want to create in our lives. It is as simple as that. So a vision board is just like a sticky note reminder, except better because you put so much thought into it. (laughs) Now, it might seem like a funny concept that you need to actually remind yourself of what you want, but it's just supervising your mind. So please be open to it. It's one of the key messages in this podcast. So if you're a regular listener, you will have heard me talk about this before. The first time I really understood what supervising your mind meant, it was because of a book called The Practicing Mind by Thomas M. Sterner. And boy, that book blew my mind. So if you haven't read that book, I'll put the link in the show notes. But that is all about supervising your mind. And that really is what a vision board is. It's just giving you more structure of what to think with intention. And you really do need to supervise your mind. We all do. It's not that you have a character flaw. We all need this. We're all on this quest to be more intentional about what we want. Otherwise, we're thinking and feeling all kinds of things that we don't want to think or feel often. Right? So if you go to all of this trouble to make a vision board and then just tuck it away, like maybe hang it on the back of your office door or shove it under your bed, or maybe it'll end up in a closet somewhere. Oh gosh, don't put it in a bin because then you'll never see it again. But the thing is, if it's away and you don't look at it to remind yourself of what you want, then I'm not sure there's much point to this whole exercise. So if it's not out, remind yourself to look at it. If it's out, practice looking at it. And if you still need a reminder to look at it, even if it's out, give yourself a reminder. Who cares? I have to tell you, this is where I think a lot of vision board exercises fail. You can't just think about what you want. That's only the first step. And yes, it's totally critical. It's a critical first step, but you have to keep going. You have to take action. Remember, the thought model that I go on and on about, thoughts create feelings, feelings drive action, action creates your results, and results prove your thoughts. Did you notice the whole action piece of the model? Feelings drive action. That's why you need to make sure that you're feeling the way you need and want to feel on purpose because you got shit to do. But actions are what create the results. What you do, not the feelings on their own, not the thoughts on their own, it's the actions. Imagine the feeling of motivation, for example. If you are like me, I'm sure you would love to decide when you want to be motivated to get things done. I'm sure you're thinking about something right now that you need a little bit more motivation to get it done. But you can't always count on motivation to just be there when you want it to be right? That's what procrastination is all about. But when you look at your vision board, I'm sure it's full of things that are going to need motivation so you can take the steps to move them into action so you can create exactly what you want. 
If you want to go on a specific trip, for example, like let's say you've got a, like me, I have a picture of the Galapagos. I would love to go to the Galapagos. But to make that trip happen is going to require all kinds of action. Action about saving money, action about trying to coordinate schedules with kids, action about doing the research to figure out the best trip and what times that you can even go to the Galapagos and so many other things, right? So if I just put Galapagos on my vision board, it's not enough. I have to really think about how do I need to feel to do all of the massive action that it's going to take to get that done, to move that beautiful picture of the Galapagos and some adorable turtle and a blue-footed booby bird (laughs) into action. What's going to have to happen to actually get me there, right? It can't just be a picture on my vision board. That's what I'm trying to say. So ask yourself, why don't you take the kind of action that's required to do all of the amazing things that you want that are on your vision board? The answer, my friends, is because of indulgent emotions like overwhelm or worry. Those are two really good examples. So therein lies the problem. That's why your vision board has so much potential. Remember step number three about feelings? When you manage your mind, you can choose to think the thoughts that create the feelings you want to feel. Yes, you can. So if you want to feel motivated so that you can have the relationship with your husband that you really want or to excel at work the way you know you can, then you can use your vision board to remind yourself to think the way you know will create the feeling of motivation. Same with the Galapagos trip, right? See what I mean? We all need these reminders. Otherwise, it's just too darn easy to get sucked in to thinking things like, oh, it's just too hard, or I'm afraid I'll fail, or oh, that's just too overwhelming to figure out all of those moving parts. I just can't deal with it. These thoughts create indulgent emotions like worry and overwhelm that keep you stuck. It's just not useful to think thoughts like these. It's better to focus on thoughts like, I'm figuring out how to do it for example, because this is a thought that creates motivation. Images on your vision board can remind you to think thoughts that are useful to you. I love thinking of thoughts as useful rather than positive or negative. It's useful if it does what you want it to do. So if you have a thought that creates the feeling that you want to feel so that you can do all of the activity that's required to get the result that you want, then it's useful. That's why it's so powerful. You can train yourself to think useful thoughts on purpose. So to summarize, here's the secret to creating a vision board that works. Step number one, think through your vision and decide what's important for you to actually regret-proof your life. Step two, notice themes as you're identifying goals, values, principles, concepts, and things that you want to do. Step three, notice how you feel when you think about what you want to create in your life. Step four, start to prepare by doing two things, deciding and collecting. You need to decide what kind of vision board you want to create, and then you need to collect amazing images that reflect what's really important to you. Step five, Put it all together and actually make your vision board. Step six, remember 
to look at your vision board so you can be reminded of what to think and feel so you can take the action required to make shit happen. That's it in the nutshell. We can't rely on ourselves to remember this kind of stuff. We just really can't. Now, just remember, when you're making your vision board, the responsibility for bringing it to life is still yours. But wow, your vision board can really be the first important step you take to make sure you don't have regrets going forward. Now, some people do this sort of thing every year. Some people do it every couple of years. Some people have never done it. You can make it a tradition for yourself if you want. But what I really want you to do is give it a try. Give it a try this year. Okay, now remember the worksheet I told you about? Head on over to www.susierosenstein.com slash regretproofvision and grab your free download. And the link will also be in the show notes. So this worksheet is a one pager that will really help you with the structure and the thought work that you need to prepare for your vision board. It's the before work. Also, when you download the worksheet, you will be on my list to receive information about the new virtual vision board program that I'm sure you'll want to hear more about. I can't wait. So that's it for this episode. Remember, as women in the middle, you really do owe it to yourself to do a vision board and regret-proof your life. One thought and one cool idea at a time. Can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want. Music